Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is Brian. Hi, Brian. How it goes Hello. today? That was my that was my GLaDOS voice. I was You're trying to be GLaDOS for a GLaDOS? second, and then it totally failed because I can't do GLaDOS because I don't have like whatever filter voice, GLaDOS has. Voice modulation filter, yeah. I, love I don't it. have a voice modulation. Gotta love so, GLaDOS. We're going to start with a f- couple of news pieces that we find interesting over the past two weeks. David, we have quite a few of them, I think. So, David, I'll let you you do one. I do one. You know, we'll do something like that, you know? You do know? Something like that. So, yeah. I've been on record for saying I'm not excited about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Just the idea of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show just, like, totally uh, didn't excite me at all. The trailer came out. I watched it, and I was like, huh. Maybe I will be interested in watching this after all. Although trailers are designed to make you w- want to watch them, I was surprised they were able to make me because I had zero interest. Although they might have been cheating using the Duel of the Fates music a little bit. just makes yeah. everything slightly more epic. Everything Although, just is more- would the trailer have been... Would it have been as good if they would have um, used Barbie Girl instead of Duel of the Fates? Actually, actually, actually that would have probably been pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been more on board. I would have been like, okay, this is something we're going to watch now. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Spying on Luke. It's fantastic. He's would it be even better guy. if he was dressed as a Barbie? If he was dressed as, as Ken? Yeah. Ken the Barbie? Yeah, that That'd be good. pretty funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, I agree. The trailer did look uh, better than what we were anticipating. Better than Re- On record. Yeah, better yeah. than expected. But let's not get our expectations subverted. The show could suck. <laughs> I mean, it could. I mean, mostly what I see online is people just complaining that the Inquisitors don't look how they did in the animated show. No one looks like a regular person. Like, are you going to complain that Wookiees in the regular movies don't look like the Wookiees in in <laughs> in the the Rebel show? Rebels in the the Wookiees in the Rebel show look terrible. So. Well, that just goes with anything animated or just anime in general or anything that's drawn. Nothing, it, obviously, animated is not going to be like real life. Like, even anime characters have like giant eyes. Can you imagine seeing an anime character with giant eyes in real life? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, she's so sexy on the anime. Fine. But real life, you'd be like, oh my God, oh that's... no, what is what happened here? You look like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, or, Part of the reason I couldn't get into the Clone Wars is because characters were too stylized. Like o- Obi Wan Kenobi and Count Dooku had these giant points for chins. It was like it was, it was bad looking. I, they would I use it for daggers when their lightsaber failed. Fighting with their chins. Yeah, it was it was pretty pretty epic uh, uh, in that way. Uh, in those deleted scenes that never made it. Um, I don't know. I th- I thought Cad Bane was beautifully transitioned to uh, real life. Um, can't change the actor's head. I mean, you can put prosthetics on it, but I guess they didn't really bother. I don't really care. Um, it's cool to see the Inquisitors. Darth Vader's supposed to be in a bunch of the episodes. Brian found out, like he read on IMDb. I guess IMDb, right? Well, it doesn't state if it's Darth Vader or Anakin. It just Hayden Christensen is in the same amount of episodes as uh, Ewan McGregor. Could have so, flashbacks. Yeah, I don't know. They could be flashbacks. They could be him as Darth Vader. I don't know how that really makes sense since the show's called Obi Wan. Are they just gonna cut to like Obi Vader? They're gonna they're gonna cut to Darth Vader on like the Death Star. He's like, We need to find Obi Wan. 
Uh, well, is that what he's going to do? Well, I, I'm just curious about how they just train up the Inquisitors so fast. Because, I mean, like, it usually takes years and years of Jedi training to be, like, a good Jedi. And then, like, these Inquisitors, like, theoretically came out of nowhere. It's like, what? It hasn't been that long since Vader and the Emperor. You're putting logic. Stop using logic. And not logic is not allowed. Logic's upon, the, the, the thing that bums me out about the Inquisitors is, like, I always imagined it was Darth Vader hunting down and killing the Jedi. And then well, it's Darth not Vader, anymore. Darth Vader doesn't even do that. He, he's too lazy. He's just going to train a couple of bozos and send them to go do it. Yeah, exactly. That's how they're going to do it. So what's, we so can't what's, use logic. So what's your, your next news topic? Harry Potter. Man, the Harry Potter game. Now, I am, uh, as many people are, millennials. And if you're a millennial, you're supposed to like Harry Potter. That's like the rule. That's the meme. That's the like because the the younger generation. So what was under your favorite me, PS2 Harry Potter? They game? say, no, not that game. We're not playing that game. We're talking about Hogwarts Legacy. They had a state of play this week, and it looks amazing. The graphics look cool. The the particle effects look cool. I'm worried about the story, and I want Dumbledore to be uh, the classmate of whoever the main character is. No, what That's about all Dobby? I have to say about it. Can, can Dobby be the class? Dobby cannot be in it. Dobby's only 40 years old. Dobby's not old enough to be in it. No, I already went through on my own time and tried to find, because they said in the trailer when they're showing it off, you'll see some familiar faces. But uh, pretty much anybody from Harry Potter the, in the original, you know, one through seven or however many movies there are, they're all too old. Too, they won't be born yet or they're too young to be in this video game. However, the Fantastic Beast ones, possibly, maybe, I don't know. Who cares? That one's from like the 1920s, and this takes place late 1800s. So it's possible. I don't know for sure, though. We'll just have to wait and see. I am excited for the game, though. Maybe Creature, the other house stuff that's really old. Yeah, I don't know how old Creature is. Creature, maybe Creature's in it. I have no idea. We'll Young just have creature, to wait. When he was like Studley, a Studley house elf. Creature. What's your name, Creature? I'm a Creature. Anyway, I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I like Harry Potter. I read all the books. I like the movies. Fantastic Beast kind of sucks. I read J.K. The books. Rowling is the problem. Just like in general, at being a human, she's the problem. <laughs> wow, hot takes. She just changed, can, she just changes canon things. Yeah, and her like, takes oh, in yeah. real life is kind of weird. But, you know, to each their own. She made something cool and then doesn't know how to do it anymore. But then, it is what it is. And then the retroactively retcons it for no reason. Yeah. When she was like, they don't, somebody asked like, how do they go to the bathroom at Hogwarts? And her answer was, they just go in their pants and they magic away. They magic it away. That's, that's canon. So if you're curious, if you go to Hogwarts, they don't have bathrooms. And if they need to use the bathroom, they just magic the poop away. That's not true. It is true. Not true. Uh, the Polyjuice Potion, Hermione's hiding in the bathroom and turns into a cat. Oh no, and... this was before This was before they had plumbing. Because oh. Hogwarts is very old. Canon- canonically, it's an old school. So before they had plumbing, they would so magic the poop away. They had magic depends. Yes, exactly. They had magic depends. <laughs> That's, they marketed it to, to, to muggles after the invention of uh, actual plumbing. Yeah, they're the secretly the ones that are behind Depends. And they made Depends, absolutely. That's where they get their money. They're funded <laughs> by Depends. <laughs> hey, absolutely. Now, for our next topic, David, I'll toss it back to you for Picard. Picard. Oh, you see, uh, I've watched the first two episodes. The first season of Picard was a total train wreck, just about all of it. 
the first two episodes have actually been pretty good. I was scared they're going to ruin Q. And so far, I mean, episode three is out. I haven't gotten a chance to watch yet, but so far it's pretty good. I have to agree with that. Red Letter Media wasn't terrible. So I just hope they continue this on. But uh, I have to agree with Rich Evans. I, I, I pretty much know they're going to ruin it somehow at some point before the season's over. I just I just hope it stays good. <laughs> oh, boy. Star Trek. All right. Back to me now. Yeah. Brandon Sanderson, I've said before, is my favorite author, and he just had a Kickstarter, which is the highest Kickstarter of all time, made the most money. What? And I just really wanted he, to... He, he beat Star Citizen? He... he No, wait. Was that a... I don't know. I when I looked at Kickstarter's website, they said it's the highest funded thing on Kickstarter. So I, I'm going by what Kickstarter said. I don't know much about Star Citizen if they branched off and did their own thing. They did a bunch of other crowdfunding. It, it is yeah. It is the highest crowdfunded thing ever. I think. Yeah. It's probably it's probably not all Kickstarter then. If Kickstarter itself said they have the highest, well, they only did a Kickstarter only lasts for like their initial run or whatever. But they just keep taking yeah. crowdfunding by, hey, look, we made a new ship. Want to buy it? It's $42,000. <laughs> it's only it's only more than a couple American cars combined. It's fine. Yeah, but uh, Brandon Sanderson, uh, on top of the couple books he wrote in the past few years, he secretly wrote uh, four other books without telling anybody. And he's releasing uh, those starting next year. And I really just wanted to, you know, dig at george r martin who doesn't know how to write a book anymore he kind of stopped writing books it's been like 10 years and he hasn't put out one book and brandon sanderson's over here putting out in the pandemic he's like it was a pandemic and i had i couldn't travel so i wrote four books well, so well, to be fair george r r martin martin hunts and packs mutton yeah he might, might as well be mutton at this point uh he hunts and packs on a keyboard like he uses DOS, and he's got to have one of those like sixteen length dongles to eventually get to a USB, so he can move it to a computer with internet. Do you I mean, do you think he even knows like how to finish this story, or do you think he's just like I, I don't, because I, realistically he's in his seventies, he still has a couple more books to go before this series is done. At this rate, he's like one hundred percent not going to make it to finish the series. Well, hopefully he'll so, pull a Robert Jordan and have Brian Sanderson finish it for him. No, I, I don't want that. George R. R. Martin's the one that needs to finish it. I don't. I don't trust any author to write those ser- those books except uh, they, they have very different writing styles. Uh, Brian well, Sanderson would not well, be good at it. Well, Brian Sanderson picked up um, Robert Jordan's writing style extremely well. I, I honestly, other than the name on the cover, I, I wouldn't have known uh, that it wasn't Robert Jordan writing it. Had I not know he had passed away and. Different author writing. Sure, sure. Well, Sanderson captured the style of Jordan's writing extremely well in my opinion. Like it, it felt very similar. So he, he can definitely imitate the style of other other authors. For sure. Going to be a copycat, copycat. Well, I mean, you want but, to. I mean, you want to. I mean, oh you, yeah. You don't. I mean, if you're if you're continuing someone else's work, you don't want to write in your own voice because then it's not going to be not going to feel like the books you were reading, right? And he he did a good job of keeping the feel of style yeah absolutely, I, I really absolutely. appreciated that so good on brian he sanderson. did it he did his best good old brandon sanderson and bad old george r, r. martin who <laughs> can't write anymore <laughs> all right that's all i want to say about that so i think we're on to the meat and potatoes of our backgrounds here the batman 
directed by Matt Reeves. Now, as we always do, David, starting at the top, what do you rate this movie? I, I think I'd give it like a eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, I, I really okay. enjoyed it. It's probably my favorite Batman movie. With the uh, the Dark Knight being a close second, because Heath Ledger's Joker was amazing. I liked Christian Bale's Batman, except for the dumb Batman voice. And uh, and luckily, Twilight Boy doesn't try to do a Batman voice. He talks regular the entire time. <laughs> he doesn't act That's like not. a vampire in this. He's like, <laughs> I'm Batman. Yeah, he doesn't do that. So, you know, uh, Bale was a little bit silly. This is a lot more serious take on Batman, and I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that he was a detective. Um. Enjoy this one. What about you? I'm going to give this movie a 7. However, uh, so we'll go 7.5. I was I was debating in my head for like two weeks on what I should give a 7 or 7.5. We'll go 7.5. Well, I just remember this... after after you saw it, you texted me. was like, I can't wait to hear what you think about this. Yeah, because uh, I'm not I'm definitely just based on what because this is the first time we're talking about it. Yeah, based we, on what we you just told me, we're, we we don't agree. We, we, I tell you, we don't agree. I think I rewatched all of Christopher Nolan's uh, three movies after I watched the Batman to really solidify in my head. It was like, is the Batman better than Christopher Nolan's movies? And I don't think they are. It's definitely not better than The Dark Knight. It's probably on par with The Dark Knight Rises. And I think Batman Begins is also better than the Batman. I think a lot of people now, I I, I put thought into this. I think a lot of people forget how good The Dark Knight Rises is and Batman Begins because The Dark Knight overshadows those two other movies. We've got to keep in mind here, Christopher Nolan directed those other two movies too. They're very good movies. It's just they can't hold a candle to the Dark Knight because of Heath Ledger. He ruined the rest of the series. But that's what I think is going on. Well, the Dark Knight Rises is very good. I People I, just have it. When was the last time you watched it? When it came out? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> See? Yeah, you should rewatch it. It's, it's better I've, than you think it is. I've seen it since. I don't know. It just Bane being the main bad guy was... Not great, and he wasn't even the main bad guy. They they in, they ended up relegating him to basically being a henchman who just had the focus of the movie the entire time. The main bad guy is only in the movie for like two minutes, like sure. Talia Al Ghul. Like it was a really bad bait and switch. I didn't care for that. Heath Ledger ruined it. I wish they would have done a different villain other than Bane. I mean, there's some cool shots in the movie. Oh wait, Heath Ledger ruined it. What Heath Ledger ruined it because he was too good he or was what? Too good. what yeah, Heath Ledger was great. Like, yeah. He was he was great as, <laughs> as as the Joker. And I think I think I think. Uh, the Dark Knight and the Batman are are on par with each other. Batman Begins was good. It's a good movie, but I did not like. I thought he did not stick the landing with Dark Knight Rises. Not very impressed with that one. I mean, it was well, for that movie. It's an entertaining movie, but out of the three, true. it is by far the worst. See, I think what uh, the problem is with that one is it's you have fair points. Is they probably were going to use Heath Ledger for the Dark Knight Rises. I would imagine they were probably going to do something with him, but he died. So they probably had to do a massive rewrite for the entire movie to try to figure out what to do. Maybe Bane was never even part of the plan, but they had to use somebody. There's and... other Batman villains. 
Well, they decided to use Bane. I don't know. <laughs> what? Because the, the this movie, as well as the Christopher Nolan ones, are more grounded in reality than I'm, what Batman as the comic book character is. They're more this. They're more realistic. Like more so the Batman, but is by uh, far also the, the Dark Knight. Yeah, it can happen. I feel like this can happen, and it's true for the Christopher Nolan movies as well. It it can happen. We're still not there technology technology wise to be able to do what's going on in that movie, but we're close. This movie, you definitely can. There definitely can be somebody that can replicate that. And Batman villains are hard to do to make, you know, real. I don't know who. I I mean, I don't know Batman super well, but it's not like they can get like, I don't know. What's another bat? I guess they could do. No, they can't do there's an alligator guy, isn't there? Or Sandman? I don't know. There's a couple of Batman there's, villains that are hard to like transform into real. Clayface, that'd be a lot of CGI. But Clayface would be fun. I always liked Clayface in the animated series back in the day. I was always Yeah, but you can't like a Clayface because he's not real. It's not realistic enough. You got, how are you gonna get a Clayface in a real Kaylee, life? There's Killer Croc. I mean like You can't do that either. <laughs> there's some there's a, a lot of them you can't do because they wanted to be grounded in reality. And that's that's just how I guess they landed on Bane and Talia Ghoul because those, they are just humans that more, are more part of organizations. I, I guess mean, you get Penguin, which I mean is in this movie. Yeah, he yeah. is in this movie. They did have Penguin, but which, yeah, that's that's what I that's they're they're grounded in reality. But also, comic book these DC is like comic book movies have their own thing. Malia, uh, not Mar- uh, Malia. That's not, Malia. I don't know where I, Ma- Malia. Mal- Al-Ghul. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, Talia's Marvel. Sister. I was trying to say Marvel. Marvel movies have like a one continuous timeline where comic books themselves have like different versions of what's going on that are not related to each other. And just for comic books, it seems like DC starting to do that too. It's like DC are following what comic books do. They have like, this timeline and this timeline and this timeline, they're all over the place. And that's yeah. what this movie is too. It's not related to anything. At least Matt Reeves doesn't want that to happen. Yeah. He doesn't, it just sounds like he does not want it related to it, which is, which is sad because well, I mean, it's fine. Cause I, maybe they'll can get Ben Affleck back as Batman. Cause I actually like Ben Affleck's Batman. Just Batman versus Superman. Wasn't a very good movie. Um, actually but- in terms of in Batman, what, who did, where do you rate this Batman? Uh, Twilight Man. Where do you where do you rate Twilight Man in terms of all the Batmans that we've seen on screen? I want to I want to hear a Bruce Wayne one and a Batman one. Who's the best Bruce Wayne? Best Batman. Michael Keaton's always gonna be my my best Bruce Wayne. I think because like he pulls off that like super emotionally damaged, super distant like you talking to me like 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 the Bruce Wayne thing where he's just like kind of like a uh, just so far removed from everything because of his, his past trauma. Uh, I mean, Matt, I mean, um, twilight boys, um, also kind of got that, but he's like, he's more emo and like, he, he, he responds to people. He's not like that aloof, like what's going on type of thing, which I liked how Michael Keaton did that kind of Batman. But I think, uh, I would probably say Michael Keaton, uh, Bruce Wayne, then, um, What's the actor who plays Batman? Uh, I, I don't. I can't remember Twilight Boys. And the name. Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I can't. I can't Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. Uh, uh, I'd probably say him next for Bruce Wayne. Um, then Adam West. <laughs> <laughs> Adam West. 
the Adam greatest was. Batman, <laughs> the greatest Batman that ever was. Um, and then um, I would say, um, man, you're digging deep. Christian here. Bale, uh, and then then Affleck, because we didn't really get a lot of Bruce Wayne in the movies with with Ben Affleck, so it's kind of hard to say because we haven't really had a solo Batman Ben Affleck movie. I mean, there was Batman vs. Superman, but he's mostly just fighting Superman in that movie. We don't get a ton sure. of Bruce Wayne. And most of Bruce Wayne's stuff in those movies is like in the Batcave talking with Alfred or trying to like meet up with the Flash or whatever. So he's not like, he's not really in Bruce Wayne mode. Like, we don't see him acting, we don't see him involved with like other business people or randos he's mostly interacting with people who know his identity or he's gonna tell his identity so it's not we don't get a good feel for how Ben affleck's batman is so that's why i'm gonna put his batman his bruce wayne at the bottom so sure. your, your go for bruce wayne's batman i uh, i don't want to go back as far as the 90s and the 80s and adam west because oh, I, don't I, 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 I even I, I forgot about I, yeah. all those i forgot about those things. i don't remember all of them as well but the past 20 Val years Kilmer, of batman Val Kilmore, george clooney are at the very bottom i mean I, I just, <laughs> at the very bottom just yeah there's the i i can't go that around. far because i don't remember the movies too well enough they're not fresh in my head but i think uh ben affleck is good on both sides he's a good uh bruce wayne and a good batman i think robert pattinson is the best batman that we've had and bruce i think wayne? christian bell's he he's no he's what i say batman He's no, yeah, he's the best Batman. I think I thought we were doing Bruce Wayne's right now. I was, I was doing both. Oh. I was doing both, man. I'm doing both. I, I hadn't done the Batman's yet. Okay, you can do the Batman's <laughs> after. Okay, I think Ben Affleck is good at both. I, he's good at Bruce Wayne and Batman. I agree. I, I just wish we got more of Ben Affleck. You know I agree. Because I mean? we, we Ben didn't, Affleck we, didn't we, want we, to do it. We didn't get more of him as Bruce. Wayne. Yeah, he's I, he's not coming back, man. He's yeah. you can hope, but he's not coming back. I don't think. I think Robert Pattinson's the best Batman, not a good Bruce Wayne. He is the most comic accurate Batman for sure. I don't know about Bruce Wayne and uh, Christian Bale's the best Bruce Wayne, not the greatest Batman. That's that's right. That's where my, those are my rankings. And we're we're all, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're all we're all. We have, that's why I was curious what your opinions were because I figured we were going to have very different opinions on this stuff. Very different opinion. So my 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 best Batman is also going to be Robert Pattinson's Batman. Most screen accurate Batman. We actually see Batman doing detective work. Oh my god! Awesome, and he's good About at it. Freaking time! I mean, Batman's supposed to be a detective. Like that's that's what he was in the comics. He's like world's that's greatest detective. I and and we've never once seen him do anything remotely detectivey in any of the other Batman films until until this one. So. I'm glad we've got Detective Batman. Um, and then, uh, as far as Batmans go, I would have to say Ben Affleck next. Um, then Christian Bale. And then Eaton. And then I put the rest of them at the very bottom. <laughs> just the other, well, like the other two, the Schumacher versus Batman. I don't even think about those because like they're just so bad. Now, another another character is uh catwoman zoe kravitz is catwoman definitely way better than anne hathaway 100 zoe kravitz was awesome <laughs> she pretty i feel like at sometimes when she was on screen she stole the show i think she was very very good and intriguing she was she was an excellent 
uh, Cat Catwoman. And I liked how like she had the short hair and wore all those wigs, so she just like blend in all those places. Like that's totally like what a real life like Catwoman would do, so she could like blend into different situations and agree and be a good burglar because you could you could see her and then see her again and not even recognize her. Yeah, she was she was really good. I hope they use her again. I'm, man, just make a Catwoman movie. I'll go see it. I mean, like, I would, I would love them because I mean, this is sort of like, um, like Batman villain Muppet babies because, like, this is like the infancy of everything. So, like, Catwoman isn't really fully Catwoman. She's definitely gonna be Catwoman. She's got the cat. She's a cat burglar, but she hasn't adopted the mantle of of, of Catwoman fully. I think. I mean, she did say the cat and the bat, but I mean, like, her outfit's pretty sparse. I mean, you know, Penguin. It's is not just, much of an outfit. It's, it's, yeah, it's not much of an outfit yet. Um, it'd be nice to, for her to get like a full fledged Catwoman get up. Um, the penguin, yeah, awesome. and then and then the and then uh, uh, the Riddler, which is the the main villain of this movie. I did not like his get up. <laughs> no, he was just kind of wearing like duct tape around. And I will say about yeah. this that there, Matt Reeves did take some uh, liberties from the Dark Knight series, and the Riddler had like those little videos that the Joker would use to tell people about stuff. Uh, there's other two, there's two more I can think of, but we haven't got that far yet. But th- that's something I found a commonality between that the Joker did like little videos of somebody scared, and this Riddler also does the same type of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, like I liked how the Riddler did his things. Like he was like really messed up, and that was really interesting. I just didn't like the way I, I didn't like the way he looked. He was just like I don't know. Yeah, it, it looked like they ran out of time. They're just like, put duct tape on. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like, uh, uh, Batman looks really cool. Uh, uh, we we did this insane makeup for the penguin. He looks awesome. It doesn't even look like Colin Farrell anymore. Uh, 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 uh the main bad guy. Let's just duct tape him. Duct tape it. And then Char- and speaking of Green penguin, Charmy. speaking of the penguin, good gosh, Colin Farrell. I would never know it's Colin Farrell unless he talks. Then I can get a little bit of Colin Farrell in there. I, but still, I, even the way he changes his voice. I, I don't get Colin Farrell from his face, from his voice, from anything. Like, other than that, it's phenomenally acted. I don't get any Colin Farrell at all. And it was amazing. I I know comic movies don't often win Oscars, but this movie needs to win an Oscar for makeup because... I mean, it was it absolutely. It was amazing. It, it, it superhero movie. It won't. It deserves an award. It was amazing. Well, also, uh, they greenlit a Penguin TV series. I don't know how interested. I like Penguin was cool. I don't know if I want a TV show about him, but I also would have said the same thing about Peacemaker, and that is probably going to be one of the best shows I see this year. So we'll have to see where that goes, but. It was it was that type type of performance where they're like, man, this, like Colin Farrell turned into the Penguin in real life. We now have to like continue using him. It, it was weird because like I was getting Tony Soprano vibes from from the Penguin, like just the way he oh, kind of talked. Sure. Like like it's like he was doing like a t- uh, like a almost a um I can't think of James Gandolfini uh, almost an impression when he was doing the Penguin. He's very he came off very Sopranos, which was great. Yeah. I mean, it fits the Penguin character. It, it was amazing. I absolutely loved it everything about the the penguin character and how he looked and I, how it was done i want to talk a little bit about uh gotham itself because this we don't see a lot of uh daytime in this movie it is mostly night we might get a sunrise or a sunset i don't remember really it was sunrise but the whole movie at the very end of the movie. place at night yeah 
And Gotham, in the, the way they portray Gotham in this movie makes it feel like like it sucks so bad that like Batman is the only option. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> nobody's fixing anything except Batman. That's how well of a job they did with Gotham to show that like, yeah, this place is not a place you want to live. It's dark. It's dreary. It's kind of sucks. There's too much robbery. Cops can't keep up. There's dirty cops. It's like a bunch of stuff going on. And it feels like Batman's the only one that can fix it. Also, is this Gotham, New Orleans? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's, it's, like, it's underwater. Like, because they, they, yeah. broke, they broke all the levees or whatever. And it started flooding. And I'm like, what? I mean, Well, they do go to the pinnacle of the Riddler's plan, which actually... I, it, if we're going to spoil the entire movie, which we already are now, if you re- we really want to spoil it, the ending of the movie, Batman loses. He doesn't. He does. He is not successful. The whole city gets flooded. Uh, I guess it, it must takes place in. It takes place in New York City because they all go to Madison Square Garden, which is in New York City, <laughs> I, I, and there I, is I, water. It is an island, I, but I, like I understand that. But I don't think New York City is un- underwater. I mean, I don't think it's below sea level. Uh, I don't know enough. About well, I mean, it's a movie, so like it can be if they want it to be. But New Orleans is below sea. Level. It is below sea level. <laughs> yes, it could true, have been. The, it could have been the Superdome or whatever. Where the, the the yeah. So I guess we just spoiled the end of the movie. Batman is not successful. He saves a few people towards the end, but like if, if Gotham is not really recovered here, there is a lot of trouble. Flooding would cause a lot of problems. If can you imagine if like. New York City as a whole flooded with like four feet of water. It would destroy the city. Yeah. So that is, that's what happens. The Riddler's plan does work out, I guess. I I don't know. That's what he wanted. So that happens. Although just to be, to be fair, the movie, I think my only kind of biggest criticism about the movie is because Batman failed. It almost has a return of the King vibe to it where you think it's over and then it goes on for another 30 minutes. (laughs) well speaking of that it is a long this is a long movie and you're a big pacing guy give me that pacing thoughts i thought the the movie was beautifully paced i mean like i did think it was coming to an end and then it went on for another 30 minutes but it it did make sense it was fine um honestly the movie felt about as long as venom did (laughs) (laughs) i agree the the pacing the pacing, even though it was a three-hour movie, the pacing was really good. I didn't notice it being three hours, I but did. I did have to plan on it being three hours because it is a long movie in real life. Because yes. it was like, when I'm picking out movie times, I'm like, okay, well, if I go to this one, I'm not going to get home till two in the morning, and I have work in the morning. So, so, yeah, so you, have to, you have to logistically think about it, but it didn't feel that long. Like Because Venom was an hour and a half movie. It was a short movie, and it felt like three hours. I was like, God, when are they going to get to the movie? just isn't flowing. This movie flowed yeah. very well. Very well. When I, is I, Bane going to get to the point? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? But uh, I, I, I really enjoyed it. When is Bane going to get to the point? Um, I like Smeagol as Alfred. I mean, can't can't compete with Mike O'Kane, but you know. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that because I was going to bring that up too. I was like, <laughs> what do you think about Andy Serkis? I didn't think he honestly. I don't think he did that great of a job. I think he was okay. I mean, I like he was Andy. just okay. I like Andy Serkis. I mean, he didn't have a lot to do in this movie, although I like the idea of a younger Alfred because Alfred, like at least in the Gotham show, Alfred kind of like reigns Bruce, at least initially. And it's definitely talked about in this movie that Alfred 
trained Bruce how to fight. Yeah, for sure. So, and uh, I mean, it's, you know, you are right. You can't compare to Michael Douglas. He, I mean, this Michael he Pan. drops like knowledge bomb bombs on people. He's the uh, he did a fantastic job, but it is Michael Douglas who is a pretty fantastic actor in the first Michael Caine. Michael Caine, not Michael Douglas. Michael Caine. Oh yeah, Michael. Yeah, not Michael Douglas. I'm getting confused. I mean, you, you can't you can't beat the Michael Caine Cockney accent and then dropping truth bombs on Bruce with his Michael Caine accent. <laughs> exactly. That you sound exactly you sound exactly like him. I've Mike. never heard. Uh, are you are you Michael Caine? I am young Michael Caine. So, uh, moving on a little bit here, uh, there's a few things, or there's one thing that does irk me a little bit, except one part of it. The sound design for the Batmobile, 10 out of 10. When that, when they fired that puppy up and they got that jet engine in the back, whoo, boy, that, that theater was shaking. However, the Batmobile itself looks like an American muscle car. I don't care what anybody says, I don't like it. <laughs> well, I mean, again, you're, you're, Talking about the most realistic portrayal of yeah, Batman, the realism. Um, which is even a further step. Because I mean, the the Affleck Batmobile is still kind of mostly a car. It's just way more fancy. Like it's, it's just a bunch of fun bolts and screws and pieces of metal like hu- uh, hooked to it and some guns. You know, because <laughs> that Bruce, because that Batman just murders people because he's got like machine guns on his car. But that's like more of a car. So like we had the tumbler and the which I really didn't like the tumbler. I mean, it was neat, but it didn't really look like a Batmobile in the Nolan movies. It didn't it was? It, it is a real functional it, vehicle. It was though. a real functional vehicle, but it, it made they have many of them. But it didn't look like it would be a real functional vehicle. It's it was it's a bizarre, <laughs> it's, it's a bizarre design. And then we have the we've got the Batfleck. Mobile, which uh, is more like a real, a normal car, but with uh, lots of bells and whistles on it, which is cool. I mean, it looks like a Batmobile. I, I, I enjoy that. And then we've got this, which is even further to like this is just a car with a jet engine. On it the honestly really looks like an old American muscle car, like a Dodge Charger with like a jet engine on the back of it, just attached to it. That's what it looks like. And it, honestly, without like digging deep into it. I would I wouldn't be surprised if that's is what it is. Yeah, I, just an old muscle car with an engine on it, yeah, a prop yeah. engine. It's not real, of course. It Maybe just, it is. Maybe they do have a j- real jet engine it just on looks it. Cool. I mean, like it, it. I mean, I didn't think it looked all that impressive. That I mean, even in the trailer, I'm like, I'm I was underwhelmed by the Batmobile. But I mean, I understand they're striving for realism in this movie, so I'm okay with it. But yeah, I gotta say the sound design for the car was great. Also, the music. Speaking of just sound design in general, the music was great. I love the gothic theme, the theme song feel. for Batman. Yeah, just the, the, the how gothic pretty much all the music was. It was very moody, atmospheric, and it's probably one of the things that helped the pacing. Like just when you've got good sound design and music design, and like your filmography is good and you're moving the story along even if it's a three hour long movie as long as the story's moving and it makes sense it's it's good yeah and speaking to that point i think the music was really important in making vengeance they don't call him batman they call him vengeance vengeance yeah yeah uh how scary and intimidating he is just there's a Batmobile chase that is a really good chase. It's a it's a pretty good chase, and uh, whether it's real or not, I don't care. But like when I think it was the Penguin who he was chasing, he it flips was. over the car, and uh, Vengeance starts walking towards him. And man, 
That is a menacing, intimidating guy. And there was no dialogue, no nothing. They just had that Batman theme song playing the like in the background as he slowly walks towards him with fire behind Batman. It was just like, man, what I I, what is this dude gonna do? Is he gonna crack and just like pull Penguin's head off or something? And and that was throughout the whole movie. That wasn't just that scene. Batman in this movie is always intimidating. He's always scary. You never know if he's going to snap. It was like, this is the point where Batman becomes like like a, a villain. Yeah. yeah. So that was, that was awesome. That's why he's my favorite Batman because I know like as much as I can say, I'm not familiar with the comics. I, I am, I do know stuff about the comics and Batman's a scary guy in the comics. Like he's, he's not E for everyone for comic book oh, stories. He's, not. he's just not. If you want to talk about the real Batman, I guess. But yeah, yeah the bat, just him being scary. Woo! I just love the sound design, how hard hitting all his punches were. It was just like absolutely brutal. Every single oh, time. Oh, when, when he punches Jim Gordon, he's like, I would, could, you, I would, could you have pulled that punch? I, I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, holy crap. He's like, you can't imagine what it's like getting punched by Batman at full force. Or when they're, uh, Batman's invading onto a detective scene. And there's, I don't remember exactly what it said, but like he touches a cop and uh, they're like, we got you for assaulting a cop. And he's like, no, you have three. Because he, he touched three cops. Yeah. He was just like very like straight, like this is what it is. Whenever he was in the cell. Like, I, actually, my one my one gripe about the Batman in this movie was that he gets knocked out a lot around people who could just take his mask off. Yeah, but like, like, like I mean, it like, did look like it'd be hard to take that mask off. It it looks like it's attached. It doesn't look like something you could just kind of like, like take it off like a especially hat. especially in the police cell because they moved him from the scene to the okay. cell and they're yeah, just now out. talking about taking his mask off right before he wakes up. Like it was just kind of like he was knocked out for a while. So for I, the uninitiated who haven't seen it, he gets blown up by the a Riddler bomb. I guess Riddler I don't. Bomb. The question yeah a riddler a riddler question mark bomb and he's he gets passed out he's laying on the ground and he wakes up inside the police station so they transported him he must have been out for like at least 20 minutes yeah something well, like however that, long probably. it takes to, and then the yeah they just start talking yeah. about taking his mask off the very second he starting waking up and then you freak like, out i didn't think though, about so. that the two hours he was knocked out for yeah, <laughs> I, yeah it's weird yeah the policeman like why wouldn't they have done that like first thing like he's knocked out perfect let's who this guy is because i mean jim gordon's the only one that seems to like like batman even though the police station has the bat signal on it is, is that was that privately funded by jim gordon just by himself yeah like, it's, it's, is, he takes it out he takes a pay cut so he can have a light <laughs> does he solely have that light like i mean like <laughs> he uh, rents it he leases the spot on the roof <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I, I, that's because it's it's just odd that it's there. If like he's the only person on the police force that like you know likes Batman, you think you know at it least seem that way. It, it's, it seems like there should be more people that like Batman if that's there. Probably, I would I would tend to agree with you on that. I would tend to agree with it's, you. It's it's, it's also odd. the Riddler riddles. How did you feel about them? To me, I was I think they're really good storytelling, you know, thumb drive and all that. And then some of them were a little bit cool. But I wish Batman kind of struggled with them a little bit. Like they he seemed like completely 
unaffected by every riddle. Like, people would read out this riddle, and they're like, what the hell does this mean? And Batman's just like, it's the color yellow or whatever. Like, you know immediately. Didn't even have to think about it. Oh, that's that's why we get the world's greatest detectives. He's like, oh, I know what this is. Because he's supposed to be smart. He's supposed to be the best detective there is. And Yeah, but didn't even stop him. It was like, no, it was just like he was continuing a sentence. Like, fill in the blank. What color is this? (laughs) I I think... I think part of the problem is that all the other Batman movies have done such a disservice to Batman and Bruce Wayne, not making him nearly as smart as he actually is, or or that he's supposed okay. to be in the comics. So I think you okay. just I think you just have low. Expect- I'll concede. I think I concede. I, I'm assuming you just have low expectations of of what Batman. Yeah. Because yeah, I'll con- I'll concede. I'll concede to that point. You're right. So, You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time we've gotten a smart Batman, and Batman should have been smart all along. Now, uh, Paul Dano. He's the one that plays the Riddler. Hmm? I think he did a great job. Fantastic. He doesn't miss. He's good in everything. But uh, he is a little bit cringy. He, to me, he kind of seems like a school shooter that like streams on Twitch. Like he was kind of, it was a, like, yeah. And not to say that, like, uh, I can see it. He wouldn't stream on Twitch, but in this movie, he does stream to people. He's like his plans about like we're gonna like blow up the world or whatever. It seems like that was a little bit cringe to is me. I like, wish he would they would have like, done the streaming thing. Like five hundred in cell followers. Yeah, I was you like I was read, trying to read the comments, and they're all like, "You should use like this caliber of gun," or like it's like yeah. eh, this is kind of like a little this is a little cringy for like the Riddler for this <laughs> super smart individual he's like streaming on some program that's in like uh, gotham getting advice like i don't know that seemed a little weird to me i didn't like it very much i don't know what your thoughts were on on that but like that's, i mean like that's what I, thought. I mean it was like a necessary thing for his like it is in game i guess that we didn't know about the last 30 minutes of the movie <laughs> His end game. Yeah, his yeah, his like his thirty minutes extra footage tacked on after he's arrested. That it's like you know that that whole extra little bit because you think the movie's over, they got him, and it's like wait, no, the movie's not over. We still got thirty minutes left of this sucker. The Riddler's plan hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. It, it was uh, it was cool. Like you know, then the one time Batman did miss the thing, the under the carpet map, it was too late. Yeah, and that's ultimately where like he all the movie was for nothing because. Again, Batman does not succeed in this movie. He does lose to the Riddler. Now, they do catch Riddler, and uh, Batman gets interrogated. Not Batman gets interrogated. Uh, the Riddler gets interrogated by Batman. They're having a nice little conversation. And then he gets brought back to his cell. There's other people in there. The I couldn't make out. Was the Joker in there? Yeah. It, it's not. Is it supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix? No, it's... um. It's just like the their version of whatever the Joker would be. Remember the guy from the Eternals who like kept wanting who, who could control the people's brains. Yes, that's that's the Joker. Oh, okay. Well, didn't know that. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have more Batman movies with uh, Robert Pattinson. I would imagine those are probably going to be in the works because it was pretty good. Do you have any? Final thoughts, David. I can't think. I feel like I've got I've got my Batman out of me. I'm now Bruce Wayne. I got my Batman out. <laughs> you got the Batman out. Did you, did you like? Uh, what about uh, Gordon? We didn't really talk much about Gordon, other than the fact that he's uh, the sole proprietor of the Bat Signal. <laughs> uh, 
fantastic. He was really good. He was better uh, Commissioner Gordon in The Dark Knight. I can't think. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman? He was, he was, not, he was better than Gary Oldman you was. You think Bernard is better than Gary Oldman? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bernard, Bernard from Westworld? Is, yes, he is. I think he's a really good actor, and I think this is a... I so hope was, to see more of him. That was Gary Oldman. You thought Gary? Wait, do you think Gary Oldman's better, or do you think? Uh, I think they're uh, both. I think they're both. I think they're on par. I I, I wouldn't say yeah, one's. Okay. I, I honestly wouldn't say one's better than the other. I love Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's a great actor, but Bernard's a pretty darn good actor too. They're both. They're both very good. I think I might lean a little bit more toward. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it more. But they're they're both very good, and I think I don't think any fan or anybody who goes sees the movie will be disappointed by. Well, that could be fun. We get a black uh, a black Batgirl. Sure, I'm sure I'm Barbara, down for Barbara, anything. Barbara Gordon. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that'd be fine. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I do. I just want. I want more. I want more Catwoman. I want more. That yeah. I thought she was awesome. I want more of her. So before we bring on a, any Batgirl people, let's get let's get this Bat or uh, uh, Catwoman. We need to bring Batgirl because like the last time we've had Batman, Batgirl, and Robin in live action was Adam West. It's been a long time, guys. Let's get the trio back together in live action, please. Thank you. You want Nightwing too? Might as well throw Nightwing in there. I mean, well Night, then Night, it, 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 Nightwing was. You're starting to approach Avengers levels of characters arcs. You have to keep account of, and I think for the Avengers movies, even for the faults they have with showing all different characters, it's super hard to show like a bunch of super powerful main characters. Not powerful in terms of abilities, in part in terms of like fandom, all together at once. It's really hard to do, and the but, movie was already three hours long. But but Batman, Batgirl, and and Robin are all pretty much equal power because they're all regular people. Yeah, but they all have their own fandoms, and they all need yeah. to pay respect to those fandoms. Yeah. And Batman took three hours, and I felt like there was no room, really, much more room for a a Robin or a Nightwing or whatever, whatever the heck. Well, I mean, I agree, but this movie was also doing a lot of extra backstory for bruce wayne's parents because thank goodness we didn't have to watch them get murdered again but a lot of the plot still did involve their parents and like the stuff they were into so i mean there's a lot of just political intrigue behind the scenes that this movie got into that it doesn't have to now like they can do other things this movie had a lot of characters a lot of side characters the falcones and you know the penguin and all his people and there's a lot of back and forth and stuff with that so i mean there was movie did a lot um, uh fun fact about uh about um zoe kravitz who's catwoman uh her mom is she, her her dad her stepdad is jason, jason momoa. momoa yeah i think that's fan- and they're only they're only like 10 years apart like and it's 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 hilarious to me i don't know i don't know why i find that so funny i just like jason momoa i guess although <laughs> the one thought i had while I was watching this movie, is that you know if Batman was more like Peacemaker, he'd he'd have a lot more peaceful Gotham City. Oh, for sure, it would be a lot more peaceful <laughs> if he just would be a better city. If he just ended these people instead of I'm just, just bringing peace. This is just peace. Batman's gonna bring peace no matter how many women, men, women, and children he has to kill <laughs> with his fists. <laughs> He'll get the job done. <laughs> He'll get the job done. And I want to I want to see a Batman Peacemaker team up <laughs> just. Peacemaker just yelling at Batman. I mean, theoretically, time. it's possible. Well, because he he does have the suicide chip. He could be ordered to work with Batman. It would be a lot of fun. 
a Batman Peacemaker team. Come on, let's that'd be see. fantastic. Let's, let's James Gunn, get, get James Gunn. Actually, I don't know what James Gunn's knowledge is when it comes to Batman. So maybe, maybe not. But James Gunn definitely should be involved if they do that. Yeah, oh, that's a lot of fun. I'm. I would love to see that. I because since Peacemaker hates all the other superheroes, just ha- making him work with other superheroes, like whoever, would be a lot of fun. It would be. <laughs> Just because yeah, it's it, it just like un, uh, unmaskable disdain for them. <laughs> oh man, uh, that'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, I I, I really enjoyed the Batman. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, yep, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you like Batman, go see it. Like I didn't even really want to watch the trailers for it. I'm like, it's a Batman movie. I'm gonna go see it. I mean, I like Batman, so I, kind of a given. Go see Batman. I didn't yeah. even need to see. Like I, I watched half of the second trailer. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'll go see this. Yeah, I watched the first trailer, and I was like, yep, this sounds like something I'll go see when it yeah. comes out. And yeah. it's just how it is. Batman's it, cool. It it's it's weird. Trailer. It's weird because these like Marvel characters, I don't feel like I care enough about them. Where I'm like, if a movie comes out with them, it's like, uh, okay, I guess I got to go see it because it's a Marvel movie or whatever. But like when it comes to DC characters, I'm more like, I don't even need to see the trailer. I'm going to go see it. Like the Flash movie, there's a trailer for it. I didn't really watch it, but like I'm going to see it because it's the Flash. I want to see it. I don't, DC characters are, I don't know. They're weird. They're, I don't know what it is about them, but I feel like a lot of people feel the same way as I do. It's like a Superman's coming, a Superman movie's coming out. I have, I'm just going to go see it. Well, if Iron Man was in anything, I wanted to go see it because I loved Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. But now that he's gone, like I don't know if Iron Man's going to have like the same appeal. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Batman, no matter who's playing Batman, it's like Batman movie. I'm going to see Batman. It doesn't matter who's playing Batman, pretty much for the most part. And I don't know if that's because of mostly even when we were kids, I don't really remember there being like a Marvel cartoon. There was Mar- there was DC cartoons. Spider Man. I- I didn't. Oh yeah, I guess there was Spider. Yeah, okay. X, there was there was Spider Man, the X Men cartoon series, Saturday mornings. Yeah, but that wasn't like they didn't have like an Iron Man cartoon show. They didn't have like a Thor cartoon show. I'm pretty sure they, they did for. I'm pretty sure there was an Iron Man TV at some point. Was I there? I don't know anybody I, who watched I think it. Then. It was older, like like seven, late seventies. I don't know. Oh, like, late seventies. I, like, I feel like Iron Man was older. But then there's always been like an event. There's been like Avengers, like one shot movie animated that I've seen. Yeah. But they don't think they came on TV. They were just one shot, like straight to DVD, straight to. VHS yeah. Or whatever, like the, the that's day. the same thing with Justice League movies. I don't know. At least yeah. for my experience and everybody really who I've ever had this conversation with, it's kind of like, well, I grew up with Superman and the Justice League. So I'm more inclined to like want to see these characters just because. I grew up with them. I didn't grow up with like Thor. I grew up with Spider Man. I didn't grow up with Thor, or Iron Man, or Hulk or anything. That was later. Was the live was, action like, Hulk uh, from the seventies with the. Okay, yeah, but like the farther back you go, the worse this stuff gets. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> there was a Iron. There was a. I think there was a Iron Man live action show. And uh, does anybody even know what it was? Because it sucked. It was probably awful. I seen a, the suit. It was a Spider Man live action show from the seventies too. Spider Man yeah, and the and Hulk, that, Lou Ferrigno, yeah. and they were probably all very bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's yeah. Batman. That's Batman. Yeah, that's Batman. I, I, that's I, Batman. I recommend it. It was good. I'm looking forward to see more of this Batman. Um, 
I, two I, to five business years. I hope you'll uh, see another yeah, one. Yeah, two to five business years. Uh, I hope Matt Reeves does open up because the thing is, Flashpoint. As much as Matt Reeves doesn't want this to be tied to everything else, Flashpoint can do whatever. I mean, it could theoretically link anything because when you can do, do whatever it wants. When you do a multiverse, it rules are thrown out. You know. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah, whatever one director wants doesn't matter because as long as they like, you know, they're under the DC banner and they say, "Hey, Robert Pattinson, come, come be in the Flashpoint movie for like five seconds." It's like, oh, it's canon now. Yeah. You know? Well, we we don't know how much. We also don't really know how much control Matt Reeves had over this Batman movie because there's no way they just like he owns Batman. It, like, I'm sure DC can do whatever he want, they want with Robert Pattinson's Batman, but also just the, because they own that character, the Joaquin Phoenix also was own continuity thing yeah too. they could bring these characters in but then again these characters are very grounded in reality and the flash no matter how you slice them or dice them is not a reality character this he's one of the strongest if arguably the strongest dc character in or one of top 10 characters so i don't know how they like the this batman robert panson doesn't can't even can literally be able to do nothing against the flash even what we've seen with justice league he's not gonna be able to do anything well he could punch in terms him of like in the fight. dark uh and and what if he's got a gun that was that was probably one of my favorite fight scenes in the entire movie the 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 dark hallway with the the muzzle flashes being the only light that was amazing. oh yeah I, I my comparisons uh when he flies off a roof uh batman flies off a roof he wore and... a wingsuit a real life a real life wingsuit yeah, I know, but I'm saying that's what Matt Reeves took liberty from The Dark Knight, because that happens in The Dark Knight. Also, the uh, flickering scene that you were just talking about with the muzzle flashes, that happens twice. Once in The Dark Knight, and once in The Dark Knight Rises. I think liberty was taken there, too. Okay, those are, those, that's, those are my Matt Reeves-inspired things. But it looked so much better in The Batman. I don't know, like, that, that the... It did. It was a more extended fight, but I'm I'm just saying, like, there was definitely a liberty taken there. There was a couple things they took over. Oh, Not, nothing's wrong with it. Nothing's wrong with it. It was. It worked. It worked. I, I, it was I, fine. A nice tip of the hat. Yeah, a nice tip of the hat, showing respect to good old Chris Nolan and those Batman movies. Absolutely. Well, All right. Well, that's it for Batman. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a good day. Email David at synthaholics at yahoo.com. <laughs> yeah you could do that too always you can always email us at sentaholics at yahoo.com and uh thanks for listening live long and prosper do the batman <laughs>